0: You are important to the Lord in so much that he would leave 99 others who are doing well. But maybe you're feeling lost. Maybe you're feeling outcast. We know that the shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, is searching for you. He's not willing that you perish. He's not willing that you be left aside, that you be isolated or alone or lost. But he's willing to send forth people to go out and search after you, to go out and rescue you. To go out and make a way for you to return home because he's not willing that you perish. And then, when you are found, when you are rescued and saved, he rejoices so much.
1: Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love, so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Ben Church.
0: Hello, today we're talking about the parable of the lost sheep. This is found in Matthew chapter 18 starting in verse 10. But I would like to put this in context of chapter 18, verse 1, where Jesus is asking his disciples, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus puts a little child in front of him. And that's when Jesus says to enter the kingdom of heaven, you have to become like this little child. So all these parables within this chapter are relating to Jesus having this child in front of him. Because at one point, the disciples were shooing the children away. like The moms would bring the children up to Jesus so that he would lay hands on them and pray for them. And the disciples are like, hey, get get out of here. He doesn't have time for children. And Jesus stopped the presses and said, no, the kingdom of heaven is for children. And you must become like children to enter the kingdom of heaven. So then he goes on to tell some parables and stories about children. So starting in verse 10, Jesus says, see that you do not despise one of these little ones. Interesting story because Jesus is saying here that he will leave the 99. There's a song about that. That Jesus leaves the 99. He searches for the one. That one is so important to the Lord. He's not willing that one little child should perish. So just think about that in context of the world we live in today. So much evil, so much darkness. But that's not the Lord's will, that's not God's plan the way the world is right now. I think that's so profound that as believers, that really is our hope. But I think that's such a big question in the world today. Why is there so much evil and darkness in in the world, and yet at the same time so much good? But this world is in a fallen state. Humanity is in a fallen state. In fact, this world is right now living under a curse, which was not God's perfect will. God's perfect will was the Garden of Eden, and that garden would have expanded and encapsulated this whole earth, and man and woman would have had dominion over this whole creation and would have lived walking with the Lord each and every day without any sin, without any shame. In fact, they weren't even wearing clothes, and there was no sin or shame. So that's very interesting. That's God's perfect will. Obviously, sin came in, and the curse came in, And now we're having to struggle and live in this fallen state. But that's the whole purpose of why God raised up a people in the Hebrews and the Jews to make a covenant with humanity, to give a way of escape out of this hell hole that we basically live in and make a way for righteousness and truth to prevail. And then through that covenant with the Hebrew people, that there would come a new covenant. I was reading in Hebrews last night. That a new covenant God was making through his people, Israel, so that God could actually write his words on our heart instead of just having to follow rules and regulations that he had to put down. And that new covenant is the person Jesus Christ, made with his blood, that Jesus himself became the new eternal high priest. Anyway, that kind of goes beyond what we're talking about here in this parable, but that, that's kind of the main point of this parable, that Jesus is not willing that any one little child should perish. The Father in heaven is not willing, insomuch he likens it to a shepherd who has 100 sheep, but one little one goes astray, and he searches day and night. He goes up on the mountain. He leaves the 99 in the pen, and he goes and searches for that one lost sheep. So today, keep that in mind, that you are important to the Lord in so much that he would leave 99 others who are doing well, but maybe you're feeling lost, maybe you're feeling outcast. We know that the shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, is searching for you. He's not willing that you perish. He's not willing that you be left aside, that you be isolated or alone or lost, But he's willing to send forth people to go out and search after you, to go out and rescue you, to go out and make a way for you to return home because he's not willing that you perish. And then when you are found, when you are rescued and saved, he rejoices so much. And he doesn't even rejoice over the the 99 who were there all the time because they're Okay. They're already safe and sound. They're already healthy and well. But the one that was lost was found. And that is the whole gospel in a nutshell. I love this story of the lost sheep because that is the picture of God's relationship with humanity and all even creation. That there has to be a way of salvation. There has to be a way of escape, the curse and sin. And through the person of Jesus Christ, God made a way of escape. It's like there was a wall of separation between God and humans, and that wall was sin and death. But Jesus himself said that he is the door. There was a door created in that wall of separation so that we may enter in to the fullness of God, who is love and light and life the very meaning of love life and light is God those originate from him and so Jesus the door has made a way for us to enter in and then he capstones this parable by saying the father in heaven is not willing that one of these little ones should perish that right there says it all now is the Bible the truth it is absolutely the truth you can take the Bible to the bank God is not willing to that one should perish. Now that opens up a whole a whole uh, aspect of theology. Cuz right here it says God's not willing that one of these little ones should perish. But we obviously see the reality in our world that there is death and destruction and evil and sin and that little ones do perish, but it's not God's will. Everything that happens on this planet is not God's will. Now, God has set up times and seasons and plans that cannot be altered because they're his. But the day-to-day living has been given to us to choose and to live. And not only that, but we've got a great uh, evil that we contend against. Satan, the devil, and his minions who are trying to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said he came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So the abundant life is from God, and the death and destruction is from the enemy. And so we have these two warring factions of of good and evil, you might say. Although if you think about it, the light side, which is God, naturally dispels the darkness. In fact, darkness cannot stand in the presence of light. Light literally destroys and dispels darkness. So keep that in mind today, that it's God's will for you to live, and he made a way through the person of Jesus Christ, the life, the death, the burial, and the resurrection, and the ascension on high of the Lord Jesus Christ, so that all people can know God, can be saved from death and sin, and be given new life. That's the story of the lost sheep, that we can be found. Have a great day.
1: If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.